Donald Trump's our guest. And you know what? I am just a fantastic guy. <laughs> really terrific. Terra Hot, Indiana. Hello. Hi, Larry. Hi. Mr. Trump, would you evict a widow on Christmas Eve if it meant you could make an extra buck or two? Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, there's no question about it. I would love to do that. Bah humbug. Sitka, Alaska. Hello. Donald, were you having an affair with Bill Clinton? Yes, I was. Actually, what, what, what's going on? What, what, what's going on? Put out, Larry. Uh, In fact, are you going to put up with that, Trump? No. Larry, you're fired. Okay. So are you glad you had sex with Clinton, or do you regret it? Somebody asked me the other day, would you have done Bill again? And the answer is absolutely yes. He's better than I anticipated. There's your exclusive, Larry. Trump's stumps, not just for women. So gays can use it, too. Gays can absolutely <laughs> okay. use it. I'm sure they'll love it. Clarkston, Michigan. Hello. Donald, everyone wants to know, what's up with that hairdo? I heard that it's just one really long strand of hair wrapped around your head several thousand times. Is that true? Good question. Well, that's true, Larry. All right. Will you please inform the public? You bet I will. Thank you. <laughs> Larry, reach over and tug on it. See what happens. Okay. Come here. Right. It is... <laughs> <laughs> End of report. We're turning you on. Go, go with Truth Inc. Radio. The Brit Summers Show. At thebritsummershow.com. <laughs> I joined the Nazi party, they used to call it the GOP, and I strongly agree with right-wing policies, so they won't be coming for me. So I went to the Nazi party, convention held in the Empire State, for 9-11 thank the Saudis, give their hands a shake, and dance on the grave. I'm reading Mein Kampf now. The Bush Doctrine as well You see you believe anyone If you can't think for yourself The entertainment at the Nazi party Was appropriately Christian and white there was David Duke and Clear Channel approved Lee Greenwood and Toby Greenteeth Keith. I'm watching O'Reilly now and Ann Coulter as well. If you don't believe Bush is the only one, then you should die and go to hell. 1470 WWNN com, GDPR Revolution 99.com, and FYINation.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Brittany Summers, and this is what we're going to talk about this week. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to get more. It's dead, ladies and gentlemen. Broadcasting is dead. You remember a couple of weeks ago I said on my show that some of these podcasters, uh, they put a podcast on as if they've never heard a radio show before. And as it turns out, after giving it more thought, uh, they really never have heard a radio show before. So that's why they talk this way. And uh, 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 uh. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the future of broadcasting, podcasting. And, uh, with a few exceptions, uh, Randy Rhodes and namely Nicole Sandler, who uh, go way back in radio and know how it, know how this thing here, this microphone works. Oh, that's what we're going to have. Hi, everybody. This is my podcast. This is what we're going to talk about this week. Uh, oh, my God. I want to thank everybody for their generous contributions. Wow, does it come in handy. Thank you. It really helps out. And uh, I'm not sure without him, I, I, I couldn't afford to do this, but it really, I, I can't thank you enough. And I am going to come up with something. I'm racking my brains on how to do it. Um, I'm working with Natalie of GDPR Revolution 99 to, uh, to come up with some kind of a swag thing. Uh, swag or blog or, uh, I don't know, pictures. 
they seem to sell well online before. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. Uh, but enough about me. Uh, Nicole Sandler uh, has cancer. And please uh, help her out as much as you can. I know everybody's strapped these days. And uh, it's not easy asking for money. But uh, in her case, it is a, a absolute worthy cause. Uh, she is a, as I said, uh, a radio broadcast institution. And uh, she uh, she's going through a, a, a lot of pain and uh, for those of you who have who have had cancer or know someone who did, uh, that's what she's going through right now. And her insurance, uh, well, let's just put it this way. She needs some help. So uh, to help out Nicole Sandler, it is youcaring.com forward slash Nicole dash Sandler. Although you can put Nicole Sandler without the dash, it'll still work. That is that site again is youcaring.com forward slash Nicole Sandler. And uh, your generous donations are appreciated. Uh, okay, on with the show. Okay. And here's what we're going to talk about this week. <laughs> I can't believe I heard that. I can't believe I heard that on a podcast. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here, well, okay, let's go from there. Uh, here's what we're going to talk about this week. And uh, Larry Wilmore, how's he doing? You won't see him no more. Yeah, the uh, corporate excuse from Viacom, that is to say one Kent Alterman, recently appointed president of Viacom, uh, his excuse for uh, killing off the nightly show with Larry Wilmore was ratings. Well, here's the thing about that, because I did look into it, and the ratings were not good, but they weren't bad. I would say they were about even with The Daily Show. The Daily Show's ratings since Jon Stewart left, and now with the Trevor Noah, they have tanked their half of what they were when Jon Stewart was on that show. And that's quite understandable. Because, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Trevor Noah just doesn't cut it on there. And uh, <laughs> those of you who have been listening to this show uh, know my opinion about the Larry Wilmore thing. It, it, was, it was a great monologue. The writers are great. Uh, the panel is interesting. But the sketches were really bad. But in spite of the, the weak sketches, it had nothing. that had nothing to do with the ratings. The ratings problem was they had no lead-in. Uh, <laughs> You need a lead-in, and take this show, for example. Look at my lead-in on this radio station. Oh, oh, hey, look at... Th I can read your mind. Let me hold your wallet, and I'll tell you how much there is inside. Uh, what's inside your wallet? Oh, God. Yeah, that's my lead-in. But uh, Larry Wilmore, his ratings were... Uh, fair. They weren't bad. They're making it sound like uh, it was in a tank. Nobody was watching. It was a very popular show. I watched it. <clears throat> Everybody else I know watched it. There was nothing really left to watch concerning a humorous look at the news. And in some cases, news stories that are talked about but never seen on real news stations, so-called real news uh, networks. John Oliver, for example. Oh, they tackle stories that, uh, <laughs> it's like the old Daily Show. They investigate stories that the corporate news cable channels won't go near. They won't touch them. Ooh, no. Uh, yeah, and they do a great job investigating, giving you a background and all this. And, and they drop in some funny stuff. But in the meantime, you're learning things that you didn't know before. Because you won't read about it anywhere. You won't see it on the television anywhere. Uh, but you'll see it on uh, John Oliver, like the uh, high-risk auto loans that he covered last week. You wouldn't, you wouldn't see a report on that on the news. Uh, speaking of the real news, here's some real news you didn't see, and maybe John Oliver will talk about that. Uh, the uh, massive flooding in uh, Louisiana. Now, uh, well, I'm going to get to that in a second. I'm not done with Larry Wilmore. Here's the real reason that Larry Wilmore was canceled. And you're lucky you're listening to this show because you won't hear it anywhere else. The real reason Larry Wilmore was canceled is because corporate was losing control of, listen carefully now, 
content. You'll notice that the Daily Show, despite Trevor Noah, the content is weak. It's observational. It's a, it, if you'll recall, on my earlier shows, I used to open with some of the stuff that they did on the Daily Show. But they don't talk about that no more. It's uh, horse race stuff. Trump, Hillary, Hillary, Trump, Trump, Hillary. Shiny object stuff and uh, nothing breaking, nothing new, nothing you don't already know. So that's fine. But Wilmore was, uh, he was focusing on the racial angle of the news, the, the racial overtones of this uh, presidential election. And although I think that Doug Herzog and, and uh, Kent Alterman, probably uh, big Hillary supporters, they don't want to hear anything negative about Hillary either. And as you know, Larry Wilmore was a Bernie supporter. I think that hurt. By the way, this guy, uh, Kent Alterman, he was appointed president in March. Right at the height of the primary, and uh, there's Wilmore. Bernie was on his show a couple times. So I'm certain since corporate wants to get rid of net neutrality, and therefore, obviously, TPP, because the Internet right now, as the FCC right now designates the Internet as a public utility. Well, they want to get rid of that, and they want to make it a luxury that few can afford, namely me. So, and you want to hear your podcast or do podcasts, uh, you may not be able to afford to do it. Oh, yeah, the service will still be there, but you're going to have to pay for everything. Or you'll be throttled down, or you won't be able to access that site. Quite simply, that's what net neutrality is all about, because we still have that in place, and we have to protect that and guard it with our lives because our information system has been destroyed. We don't have journalism. We no longer have any news, any, any real viable information that impacts our lives. Uh, unless you go on the internet and go link to link to link to link to link and source and source and source and source, then you can actually kind of find out what's going on in the world around you. Or you got shows that make life easier and put it all in a nice comprehensive package like uh, Nicole Sandler does for us every day. For her uh, listeners, uh, her show will be rolling back to an hour a day because she's not well. So as she gets better, she'll get back in the pink and uh, she'll do her show regular again. But right now, let's uh, just uh, hope that she makes it through this okay. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, everything will turn out all right and she'll be back with us. But getting back to this uh, net neutrality thing, really, that's uh, all we got. Just uh, <laughs> just that. You no longer have radio to the... Well, listen, in, in a few cities across the country, New York, uh, you got uh, 880. <clears throat> and I'm just talking about regular daily information that you need to hear and i know satellite has it geared to different markets but it's, it's still not the same even though it's piped in uh like uh okay the wcbs in new york if you really just want to find out what the weather the traffic your local news uh maybe some of the national news you'll get a little bit more of that on on that station uh, you have stations in Chicago and uh, in L.A. Just giving you uh, local-based news. Uh, but nothing, well, there's nothing in South Florida. I'm sorry. There are no local news stations anymore. They're all gone, ladies and gentlemen. They really are. And some people will say, well, well, you got WYOD with, uh, they got, it's just traffic and weather. Everything else is right-wing, right-wing hate talk. Right-wing nuts. Right-wing crap, right? And an NAB, National Association of Broadcasters, you're all a bunch of, uh, it's just a sausage party. You, you, you people are worthless. And the uh, Radio Hall of Fame, Neil should have been inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame in the 90s, in the 80s, when he was in this market, in the most recalcitrant market in the entire country, the, the nastiest, hardest to get people to listen to a, sh a radio show at one time when they had radio shows. The toughest market of all, uh, a, a Tri-County Signal uh, with about four, a little bit more than four million people listening. Neil Rogers, at one time on FM, on Zeta 4, actually, had, he broke the 20s. 20 ratings. <clears throat> on average, he had 18s. Double digits all the time. Right up till he died. Well, no, I can't say that. Uh, right up till he retired. Uh, the last year he was on the air, it went down because they... Uh, dismantled his show. 
Corporate just raped his shows, stripped it bare. There was nothing left. You're not allowed to play this. You're not allowed to play that. You can't do this. You can't say that. And then the, the show was destroyed, and subsequently it destroyed him as well. So that's what happened. But up until, I'd say, 2008, he was pulling in a, at least... At the very least, a 10 or an 11. Now, I'm talking inside shop. What that means is, quite simply, that's a big number. That's a lot of people listening. That means he had a lot of power. Now, I'm getting back to uh, Larry Wilmore. When Neil Rogers was on Zeta 4 in 1988, he had big numbers. He was the most popular 800-pound gorilla on the air. It was Neil Rogers coming through your toaster. Everybody listened to his show. And the only reason he went when he went to WIOD, the AMer, is because uh, for some reason he lost the women audience. He always had men 25 to 54. Uh, that was a solid demo. But uh, prior to that, when he was on FM in the mornings. Neil God. Hey, Neil. Yeah. I hope you beat me in the ratings. You're better than I am. Even the competition agrees. The Neil Rogers Show on WZTA Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale, and the Palm Beaches is the best morning show in South Florida. Even the other morning shows listen to the Neil Rogers Show on Zeta 4. I hope you beat me in the ratings. You're better than I am. Neil wakes me up in the morning. In the morning. Wakes me up with a smile. With a smile, yeah. Drinking my coffee, munching on my donut. With Zeta 4 on the dark. Get ready to go to school with Neil. With Zeta 4 on the dial. Driving to work in my rolls with a dolly nail. With Zeta 4 on my dial. Oh, really? Neil, 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 and Tweety. When he was on Zeta 4 in the morning, in the... He was the most powerful man in South Florida. So what do you think happens? They take him off the air. They can't have him on Zeta 4 anymore. So they cut a deal with WIOD. They offered him more money to go to, a, at the time, was a well-respected call, WIOD, 6, 10 a.m., and which was fine. He went and they offered him more money. He was happy to go. But that's the real reason. You have to wonder why. Somebody who had so much success and so much power, why they didn't want him on the air. And that is because, quite simply, corporate, even back then. It, now, now, the Telecom Act, there was still the 1934 Telecom Act. And there was no 96 Telecom Act. But still, a corporate entity owned that radio station and they didn't have control of content. Yes, now you're following where I'm going with the Larry Wilmore thing. Viacom wants to control content. Well, then you may say, well, they didn't do that when Jon Stewart was on. They wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare tell Jon Stewart. And I'm certain that they approached him on several uh, stories they were talking about. And uh, he probably just told them to cock a hoist to get out of his office. He Because he had the power to do that. They could not control the content. Now they can. Now they control. And by uh, Comedy Central, I'm saying controlling the content is, is means saying nothing. On Hey Talk Radio, they get their talking points and their messaging out there. But at Comedy Central, it's just uh, make it sound funny. Say something funny about Trump. Say something funny about Hillary. Do not talk them down. Uh, just uh, be funny. Non-contestable funny. Just, just, duh. <laughs> just don't say, just don't be nasty and don't dig up dirt. Ooh. You see, that's when Jon Stewart was on. They dug up dirt. He had a, that's what John Oliver does. He's carrying on that tradition. HBO, they don't care. Just please buy a subscription and they're happy. Uh, they leave him alone. I'm certain that Viacom learned a very hard lesson to leave Jon Stewart alone. Well, now that he's gone, they're going to have their way with uh, their schedule. And by doing that, they're going to get rid of Larry Wilmore. No, I don't think it was racially based. I don't think the decision was based on that. I believe, and I'm saying it on the air today, that decision was based on controlling the content. So by controlling the content, they completely eliminated an entire show. And by doing that, probably a quarter of the viewing audience. And they're moving the Chris Hardwick show 
uh, the fake game show, which is kind of cute. It's okay to watch. It's nothing I could hook on to. I mean, it's funny. He's good. Um, but it's got nothing to do with, uh, uh, again, that's a side issue. It's a side show. It's got nothing to do with the news. It's got nothing to do with what's happening in the world around us, which is what made The Daily Show, Colbert, and The Nightly Show so... <laughs> So fascinating to watch at one point. Now, as far as Colbert is concerned, you'll recall a few shows back, I, I praised and commended him. He, he brought back the character, and it was the funniest was during the uh, Republican convention. And it was one of the funniest late shows since he's been doing that show, since he's done it. It was hilarious. The whole week was great, and John Stewart showed up a couple of times, and he did a great diatribe one night. Uh, they let him monologue, and it was it was like old times. It was funny. It was informative. It was fun. And what happens? Viacom threatens to sue Stephen Colbert. Do not do your character again. We own your character. We own that property. Well, good for you, Viacom, because that's a property you just don't have anymore. You could say you own it all you want, but what are you going to do? Have someone pretend to be Colbert? <laughs> I mean, what's the point to that? It's so it's so illogical, but now he's stopped doing Now, he's, now uh, Colbert's going back to the uh, celebrity uh, Hubbum and Dreard, the, the, the boring uh, celebrity. So tell us about your newest film. And what was it like working with her? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, so he he had to acquiesce, and he went on the air, and he apologized for it. But you see, that's what I'm trying to say. It's about controlling content. And they figured uh, Larry Wilmore and his writing staff were just out of control, and they didn't like what he had to say. So they used the ratings excuse to uh, can the show. But the ratings weren't all that bad. They weren't daily show status when Stewart was on. They're daily show status now in the toilet. Well, I would even go as far to say that, that Wilmore on certain nights had better ratings than the daily show. No one can take uh, uh, Trevor Noah anymore. Give him one of those overnight, late night uh, talk shows interviewing celebrities. He would be perfect for that. Because he has no idea, no clue what's going on uh, and uh, politically in this country. Outside of uh, reading the monitor, he, he, doesn't, he just doesn't deliver, I'm sorry. And I'm not the only one who says that. If Comedy Central was smart, they'd put uh, Larry Wilmore at, at the helm of The Daily Show. And, and, that, and that would be that. All done. And they're floating a rumor now that uh, Gordon Klepper, who was one of the... Uh, Fake reporters uh, on the uh, on the Daily Show. Who's um when he started out, I didn't like him. I thought he was boring, and then I found out that's his act. Okay, well he's okay. Oh, he's all right. I don't see him hosting a show. If he does, it'll be like uh, Craig Kilborn hosting uh, the Daily Show. Remember that? No, nobody remembers that because it was almost canceled then because he he did a terrible. He just wasn't good uh, for that type of a show. He was too boring. In fact, they even did, I remember, they did a Craig Kilborn Daily Show. This is long before Jon Stewart, where uh, he did the show as a boring white man wearing a yellow sweater. <laughs> it was a funny gag, except that, yeah, the entire series was that way with him at the helm. So, yeah, put Larry Wilmore there, and I've heard every a lot of people saying, uh, oh, maybe uh, Sammy B. Well, Sammy B's on another network, and no... John Oliver's getting very well paid at HBO. And uh, just like you, I'm waiting. I'm wondering, where's Jon Stewart? HBO said, said they uh, inked a deal where he was going to do a show on there. I haven't heard anything about it. So I guess uh, we'll just have to keep our legs crossed to see what, how, where that goes. And also, that, that's why I brought up net neutrality. Because what we're left with for information, we're left with the Internet. And that's, what, that's all we have left. Don't turn on the TV. Don't even turn on the radio. If you want information, it's, it's online. It's online. Be prepared to do a lot of reading and a lot of work because no one is going to. There is no aggregate for uh, top stories or important stories anymore because those claiming to be like BuzzFeed and uh, Drudge Report, uh, they're all, they all have their own agenda. They're only going to lead you to places they want you to go. So it's up to you. It's incumbent on everybody to learn the most unbiased links, the most factual links, and 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 that rules out Breitbart, and that rules out 
Daily Caller. And that rules out what I'm saying a lot is uh, Washington Times. That's Reverend Sung Young Moon. So keep that in mind. Those are Moonies that run, own that paper. And you also have to be aware of... Listen, one thing real quick I want to bring to the attention of my audience. And I'm going to get to this after the break. If you want information, find out who's giving you the information. Find out who's disseminating these alleged facts. Because I can tell you that most of these fake newsy sounding names online it's just some fat guy in a basement or it's some drunk in a trailer it's not a big office with a lot of cubicles with a lot of people with a lot of uh really concerned reporters uh, and what do they call them intrepid reporters really trying to get to the truth no it's a bunch of fat blubbering lonely people who uh put fake news stories out there with fake news titles like uh, the, the Bugle Caller Times, or you'll see them on Facebook. Whenever you see a story that's not clickbait, uh, just look at, the, uh, look at the link. And there's a tip-off right there. And I don't like corporate either. I, I mean, it's not like I would say go to New York Times or the uh, Washington Post. Uh, they're all uh, scandalous scumbags too. But at least there's a, you'll find a modicum, just a little minuscule bit. And with that, you go to other links and other links and other links. And finally, you can go right down to the actual local reporting of the story that you're looking into, uh, like I had to do sometimes. Oh, did I mention that this is the anniversary of... <laughs> this is uh, the, the anniversary of Elvis's death. You've bought his records. You've seen his films. You've even purchased the Dayglow Velvet Memorial paintings at the gas station. As a true Elvis fan, you think you've heard it all. But wait, there's more. Now you can buy secret recordings of Elvis's last telephone conversations. Yes, it's the Elvis tapes. Hello, baby. This is Elvis. And I want you to come over right now and make me a big peanut butter and then a sandwich. A peanut butter and a nether sandwich will get me through the night. You'll hear Elvis in his most intimate moments. Hello, Peaceful Man, Peaceful. Yeah, this is the Elvis. Won't you bring me over a couple large pies? Don't no, make, make it three. Don't no, make it six. Double cheese. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm alone. And I'm hungry. And you'll hear Elvis reveal how he really feels about the one true love of his life. I want you back. I want you back in my life, baby. And on your way back, would you pick up some donuts, please? Make jelly cream donuts. Crullest cheese Danish, too. I love my big honey glazed donuts. Without them, I can't do. The Elvis Tapes. Oh, give me, give me, give me, give me more donuts. Available now in drugstores everywhere. The best music. Thank goodness it's fun with Britney Summers on the Brit Summers Show. Ripping the seed in pain. Ooh, barrels dropping out of my body. Veins mm. popping out of my neck as I strain. All the peanut butter and stromboli with paprika and the pepperoni has got me straining and rolling with burning roars. My fat body is rotting Breaking the sweat My bowels are losing control Feel like I'm close to dying You do burn and spewing out my hole I gotta lift my leg up higher My asshole feels like it's on fire and I feel just like I'm dying for burning roids. I got a chunk of chunk of burning roids. I got a chunk of chunk of burning roids. Fun Talk 1470 WWNN, which normally it isn't, but when I'm on, it's fun. Uh, the Brit Summer Show. Uh, the Palm Beach County Water Utilities uh, just last week laid off 100 employees. 
Who needs people working our public water systems? Especially when we have a governor that says to the fracking companies, Go ahead! Go ahead! Flood our delicate water system with chemicals. There's nothing like sitting back with a tall, cool glass of benzene. Let's have a benzene smoothie. Because that's what we're going to have here in South Florida, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to have any fresh, clean water to drink. And it'll probably burn our flesh if we take a shower in it because it's going to be loaded with chemicals. And uh, please, no smoking on in the toilet because uh, it's likely to explode. Yes, thanks to the uh, Seminole Indians and the Miccosukees, uh, they have uh, they slapped an injunction on this uh, Poison Water Act that uh, perniciously, to say the least, have put through a right-wing committee in a right-wing area and wasn't allowed to be voted on. Uh, and it was held to actually, to put it short, it was secret meetings conducted pretty much by the fracking industry lobbyists. And they said, uh, eh, go ahead, poison the water. And, of course, our lizard governor, Scott, he owns a big chunk of what's called the Sable Trail Pipeline. And that comes from Alabama. Now, the pipeline, that goes underground, and it's filled with uh, natural gas because FPL's working with this, too. Because they don't want to go solar despite the commercials you see on television. No, they, they really don't care about solar. Even though that is now considered by the rest of the world a conventional form of energy no they want to frack and poison our water they'd rather do that because why yeah they know how eh, they just know how it's something they can do it's simple and they'll lie to you and say it burns clean well not really and uh, the idea here is to uh, poison our water, make the laws such so that they can just uh, pour poisons into our water and we'll have nothing to drink. Who needs water? Hey, we've got fracking, right? Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who's, uh, who said on, on local TV anyway, never the rest of the world saw it because it was on YouTube. And she said it. Yeah. What's wrong with fracking? That's OK. Uh huh. That's because she's in their pocket, you little whore. You little tramp, you little back alley slut, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Please vote for Tim Canova, despite them ignoring me to advertise his campaign on my show. I'm still going to vote for him anyway, because he's not a dirty little crook like uh, Dirty Debbie is. And she's all for fracking. Uh, I don't want to mention Hillary by name, but so is she, despite what she says in her little speeches. Uh, look at who she appointed. I'm going to get into this later. Look at who she appointed as her as head of her transition team. Why, it's none other than Ken Salazar, a lobbyist, a pro-TPP lobbyist for fracking companies, for, for big oil, of course. And he's in charge of her transition team. So anybody out there stupid enough to believe Hillary when she says, oh, fracking's a bad thing, or maybe she's uh, had him having a, uh, what did she call Oh, short circuit. It's still uh, better than Trump, so... I'm going to be forced to uh, choke down the bile in the back of my throat as I vote for her because I don't want to go to a camp. I don't want to get gassed. I don't want it to be turned into a bar of soap like so many Republicans do. And so many misguided LGBT people, uh, they also, uh, surprisingly, they don't mind if they're, they're turned into a lampshade because they don't read. They watch the television. <laughs> and that's why, hey, Speaking of that, guess who got canceled? Jenner! Won't see him no more. Now there's a cancellation I'm in favor of. Oh! Go away, Bruce. Put your pants back on and grow your beard back. Leave us the hell alone. Give Mark Foley a call. He's available. Maybe you can get a date with him, Bruce. Um, I know a congressman named Mark Foley. We're as a $3 bill in a Republican phony. He goes trolling in the chat room. Looking for young page boys that are young and smooth. Bush loyalist curve with a pockmarked face. He invites me up to his place for Republican man page grab ass games. Well, I told my congressman, hey, Boogeron, 
remove your tongue, I gotta go home. He, he said the only other thing that I wanna do is stick my nose in the round mounds of your moon. A pedophile, Republican creep, but here's the spin, they'll get you to think. Mark Foley had too much to drink. All the news that fits with Brittany Summers. You're listening to Win Workers Independent News, a production of Diversified Media Enterprises. For Workers Independent News. I'm Joanne Powers. Look at my African American over here. Look at him. Am I back on? Oh. <laughs> I'm Joanne Bowers, the name I was born with. For Workers Independent News. You've been listening to Win Workers Independent News. For more information, visit laborradio.org. The Brit Summer Show. <laughs> I know it's wrong to make fun. I'm sure uh, this person, whoever it is, Joanne Bowers, is a very nice person. But, Joanne, you will have to find something else to do. This this is not, you're not cut out for this, okay? <laughs> uh, okay, enough about them. <laughs> I'm just so frustrated because I would like to hear the workers' independent news. Oh, Doug Cunningham, please come back to work. He's probably on vacation. So I wanted to get back to uh, the the <laughs> flood in New Orleans. And now follow me on this. There was a, a documentary. There was. There is a documentary on Netflix. And I urge you to check it out. It'll pretty much explain what happened in, in Louisiana and what will continue to happen in Louisiana. Uh, southern Louisiana, that is. And the title of it, now mark this down. The title of it is After the Spill. That's the documentary I'm uh, recommending. Not the documentary called The Big Fix. Number one, it's old. It's out of date. But number two, uh, that uh, shooter in Orlando is in it, actually. He's a, a sec- uh, he was a security guard and actually, did- well, they didn't know back then, but uh, I, can't, I can't watch that. But After the Spill is, is fine. It's good enough to learn what's going on. Now, the reason that they're having these massive floods it isn't because of uh, hurricanes or, as uh, <laughs> Tony Perkins would say. Not that Tony Perkins, but just the same, it works, doesn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't caused by the gays. And no, as a matter of fact, Tony Perkins' house was in the middle of the flood. Oh, how do you like it, Tony? Uh, so at any rate... The reason that they're having the, these uh, water disasters is because the low-lying areas, never mind the, the levees, that's, that's a whole different situation. This particular area is protected by little tiny barrier islands. And, long story short, those little tiny barrier islands are gone. And once they're gone that low-lying area will continually get flooded. Why are the barrier islands gone? In 2010, BP had (laughs) the horizon spill. Oh, I think that was the the last time that uh, the corporate news uh, actually showed, remember they had the camera on the uh, oil spilling into the Gulf? It was just sat there for 24-7, that camera. 
uh, over and over and over again because it was spectacular how they were ruining uh, the Gulf of Mexico and our environment. I would wager that now you probably wouldn't even hear about it. Shh, no. Because their old companies are big sponsors of the news and they have a controlling interest in the news. And uh, BP has uh, lots of ads running on there. In case you were wondering what those ads are when they show the woman walking through a uh, paradise-like place where there's seafood everywhere, people having fun, and white men in uh, polo shirts and khaki pants. That means you're in paradise. There's a sure sign of that. And I'm certain you've seen all of these things. We've cleaned everything up and everything's fine now and people are enjoying their life and everybody got their jobs back and oh, we're fine, right? Oh, we're fine. That's fine. I want my audience to do themselves a favor. The next time you see an ad from an oil company or uh, to make matters worse, right after 9-11, Saudi Arabia paid these people. What you have to do is you have to... Go online, while we still have the internet to do this, go online and look up public relations firm for dot, 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 whoever it is. Well, the public relations firm for BP is the Brunswick Group. And one of those things that the further you look, the deeper you go, the more crap you find. And it turns out the Brunswick Group was hired by none other than Dick Cheney. (laughs) <laughs> Dick Cheney with his uh, robotic heart. <laughs> and now they're they're based in London, and the uh, oil companies, a shell included, uh, they hired them with the uh, Alaska, uh, with the uh, Exxon Valdez. So this is like the cleanup crew. If you've watched Pulp Fiction, Harvey Keitel, the character Harvey Keitel played in Pulp Fiction was the cleanup man. Whenever there was a murder or bodies to be disposed of, they called Harvey Keitel. Well, this Brunswick group is the Harvey Keitel. And you don't have to be fooled by it. Just look up. And because these, look, the Brunswick group, uh, uh, what was the other one that Bush used? I think it was the Rendon group. And I have a list of what the DNC uses, what Hillary used, what Bill Clinton used. Uh, But I'll get to that later. Right now, Brunswick Group, it's very simple. Let's say BP has another spill. Well, it's very simple. You go, public relations firm for BP. How do you think I found out who uh, Jenner's public relations firm is? They brag about it. If you go on the website, rogersandcohen.com, and it says right there on the front page, changing minds, changing minds daily or something like that. And, and they are. They almost did with Jenner. I mean, not quite. They didn't, get the, they didn't get it past this child. And me and my big mouth, I went out there and got in trouble with the rest of the transgender community saying that he's a fake, a fraud, a douchebag. And uh, turns out I was right. Yes. So getting back to this uh, Louisiana thing, when the uh, oil spilled and the dispersants failed, all the dispersants did was poison the population. Um, hundreds of people are sick because of the oil dispersants. Not so much because the oil attaches itself to uh, plant life, to fish, to land. Now, these islands are very fragile, like uh, Florida's water supply. And they, they show you how this oil wrapped itself around these islands and they just disappeared. Now, you wouldn't know this watching uh, the televised news because BP is a sponsor, along with every other goddamn uh, oil company. So this is very quiet. And here's the thing. I think it was uh, it was after midnight on Friday, and I had a TV accident, and CNN came on. And they had the, uh, this, this British anchor woman and some other guy. And the lead story, believe it or not, now remember, this is after midnight. The lead story was the Louisiana flood. And they had their weather fairy jump up and down and show everything that was happening. And the comments after that were, yeah, that's really something. Oh, good golly gee, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a lot of water. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of water. There's nowhere for the water to go. Now, actually, there's nothing to keep the water from having nowhere to go. Because the barrier islands are gone and those floods are going to get worse. You don't need a hurricane to do that now. Now, do's ya.
No. I tell you, we're a bunch of, uh, we are so stupid. This country has been dumbed down. Corporate, congratulations, because your, your mission has been achieved. Hey, everybody, I'm brown and brown. Accountable for everybody brown and drowned as a human being. I'm a big disappointment, but I got a brown nose and I knows where to point it. There was no rush to get them saved. They don't vote Republican anyway. I did everything I possibly can to show my support for the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, what a job I had as director of FEMA when I ain't much more than a weaselly schemer and a clueless son of a bitch. Gets his gigs, brown nose in the ridge. Gets his gigs, brown nose in the ridge. New Orleans is wiped out and gone. But W said I did one heck of a job. Man, it sure pays off to be a crony. And another white pasty Christian phony. The National Guard is down there now. With orders just to get the press out of town. Everybody go home, there's nothing to see. Everything here is peachy keen. Oh, the hurricane gave us the big easy for neocon social engineering like a giant Republican squeegee. Praise Jesus, Bush, our Lord and King. Praise Jesus, Bush, our Lord and King. I don't believe compassion's what we lack. It serves the right to have less blacks and you dissenters who say it's a national disgrace they shouldn't have been black in the first place this is no time to play the blame game since we know that hurricanes are caused by gays who are not the right kind of homo like Scotty McClellan and Carl Rove oh we're achieving the American right-wing dream to make everybody white like me and an ignorant son of a bitch who gets his jobs brown nose in the ridge oh how i miss petting my arabian horses i'd rather do that than watch floating corpses i'm a negligent murderer now and i'll keep going down to keep my nose brown i'm a negligent murderer now but I'll keep going down to keep my nose brown. FYINation.com, GDPR, Revolution99.com, and SoFloRadio.com, The Brit Summer Show. I, I hope that you learned something today because it's very easy to do. Uh, if you're wondering, and even the pharmaceutical companies, everybody, politicians especially, they will hire publicity firms, and publicity firms like publicity so they they publicize themselves and it's very easy to find out who they are don't believe what you see those commercials are likely filmed in either vancouver or uh, uh, la not new orleans because if you watch that documentary again the name of that documentary is after the spill you won't find any location in louisiana that's uh, vaguely resembles <laughs> the the locations used or sets used in those commercials so yeah we are the uh without a doubt the dumbest the stupidest nation you know we've got these uh rednecks out there these uh jingoistic ideologues the greatest country in the world we live in the most powerful greatest richest country in a this country is a, a big douche this country is an embarrassment and why? Because corporate actually controls our minds. And nobody takes the time. Well, I shouldn't say that. There are, out of what, 350 million people, I'd say there's about a couple of thousand that do take the time to research and study and learn what's going on. The rest of them, whatever's on TV, whatever's on the television, or people who can't afford a, a, a smartphone or uh, are not online, they're listening to that hate talk on AM radio. Kill the blacks and kill the Muslims and kill this. And uh, pro-Don Trump stuff. Because why? It's not so much NAB. It's not so much that they, <laughs> I hate to say the word, talent. Uh, these fat, smelly slobs that are on there. I don't want to mention Savage by name. But uh, they're out there just uh, spewing messages, messages, messages. Keep it going into their head. 
And I said it before, I'll say it a million times. The cops that sit in their car, and and I've got proof of this. There's nothing, they can't go online. They can go online to check things, but they can't listen to satellite. They can't listen to online radio. They're stuck with whatever is on the AM. If they're tuning into something, while they're waiting behind a sign for a a speed trap or something, there's no Tootie and Muldoon in in the car uh, talking to each other about next week's picnic. No, it's just somebody in the car listening to AM Hate Talk Radio. And of course, that's media. Media is the problem. Media is what's dumbing everybody down. Please read something. Anything. If, if not a book, then uh, read something online. Just read. Don't listen to these fat slobs. And ra- I've been in radio, and I know what these jokers are. They're a bunch of pitchmen. It's a con job, okay? It's a bunch of fat, smelly men who can't get laid and think that still being on the radio today is a motivator for women. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, baby. I'm on the radio. The what? No, they got to buy their sex. They got to buy hookers. And they got the money to do it. Just ask Rush, who was actually uh, on a private jet going to a sex party on some island with his pals. And uh, I think uh, that was the first time I think he got nabbed at the airport for uh, Viagra for like a a suitcase filled with pills. Not the uh, oxy that he was actually arrested for. And then you got like a, a... Michael Weiner, a.k.a. Savage, who can barely walk. These are fat, smelly, old, hateful men. And they're hateful because they can't get laid. And they hate gays because uh, they secretly dream of that. There's an old joke, and I'm online so I can say this now. There was a right-wing conservative Republican in the backseat of a car with a beautiful girl who was sucking his cock. And, uh... He put his hand on her leg, ran his hand up the middle of her thigh, and he felt a cock and balls. So he said to the girl, he said, when you're done, we have to talk. Speaking of Tony Perkins, who's floating on a raft somewhere around Gilligan's Island, where he belongs, Anyway, this is the problem that we face in this country. Our media has turned against the public interest. The public welfare is no longer a consideration. No, it's what corporate wants. It's what corporate demands. And the DNC is no different. Oh, yeah. I'm fair. I go after everybody. And the DNC, okay, you got your girl there with her diapers. You cheated, you lied, you schemed, and you sabotaged Bernie Sanders' campaign. But, okay... That's what we got now. And she's got her Wall Street lobbyist friend, Ken Salazar, in line for the uh, for the transition team. Not to be presumptuous on their part, of course. <laughs> uh, but we could have had Bernie Sanders. And every speech she makes now, now, sounds like an earlier speech by Bernie Sanders. It's almost like they raided his office, which they did in Las Vegas. They, they tore his office apart. Uh, when I say they, I'm talking about the uh, when they had the uh, caucuses in Nevada. Yeah, the DNC. So maybe they got their hands on some of the scripts of some of his speeches because every word out of her mouth is a Bernie Sanders speech. The 1% have more wealth than the bottom 99%. She's saying the exact same thing that he did. But here's the thing. When she gets in, it won't be Bernie Sanders. It's going to be corporate all the way. We will be, I think everybody's home will be taken away and we'll be issued cubicles. We'll all have our own little cubicle and have that corporate smell in the morning. Yeah. It takes forever to get that taste and smell out of your system. Uh, that's what it's going to be. And we're all going to be drinking poison water. But that's still a lot better than inhaling gas in the shower after uh, being unloaded from the freight train. And that's what Trump will do. It's not just Trump. He's going to appoint. Look who he appointed, the, uh, um, the Breitbart asshole. Oh, God. Andy Breitbart was a drunk. Andy Breitbart was suffering from alcoholism. He was a mean, vulgar, drunken asshole. And they, this guy puts up a fake news organization, Breitbart.com. And somehow they're earning credibility, I guess, just from being around. 
nothing they publish is true. It just comes out of their big, fat, white asses. And it's based on no fact whatsoever. So that's his campaign manager now. And <laughs> he's going to fuck that up somehow. I'm still saying he's he's trying to sabotage his own campaign. Uh, the way that uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz worked vigorously to sabotage Bernie Sanders' campaign. Oh, we're going to regret this one way or the other. More so with Trump. But when Hillary gets in, and I'm kind of sure she's going to, kind of sure she's going to take the White House, uh, based on the fact that he may not be around to run against her. <laughs> At this stage, anyway. And if that's the case, it's going to be uh, business as usual, but primarily business. She's going to write business. That's what she's going to be in there for. As far as uh, LGBT community is concerned, we'll be okay. Not going to get any further than this, but eh, uh, the feds are not going to bother us. Uh, that's, I guess, good news. And the African-American community, well, maybe you didn't know who Bernie Sanders was, but you're sure going to regret not knowing who he was or, or learning about him sooner. Because those who I know, in the black community, all say, and, and they're just as shocked as I am, uh, of all the uh, African-American support she gets, even with the uh, predator thug uh, thing that she said. It doesn't matter. Uh, the consensus is it's just brand loyalty. Eh, nothing more than that. Brand loyalty. They know the name. Uh, okay. Well, all I can say is don't expect anything spatial to happen. But do expect your internet bill to go up, gas to go up, and uh, fracking in your own backyard. Or right there in the middle of your house. Who the hell are you? We're corporate. And corporate says, fuck you. That's why. Well, you must feel the same way after all these years. Just been well, Sometimes, when you have a problem, it helps to talk with others who have the same problem. Okay, Elvis, you got something to share with the group now? Uh, yes, I do, Elvis. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, hold on, Elvis. Uh, very much. Uh, should we order some double cheese pizzas first? We'll, we'll get idea. some peanut butter and nano sandwiches, too. Idea, Elvis. Well, thank you, Elvis. You're listening to an encounter session at your local el Center. el where chronic Elvis impersonators go for help. Now, once again, what was that you saying, Elvina? Well, sir, I think it's time the people stop discriminating against us female impersonators of Elvis. Uh -huh. You know, I got sideburns, too. Thank you. Learn to recognize the early warning signs. Twitching lips. I can't control my face. Swinging hips. I'm all shook up. Incredible weight gain. More Twinkies, please. At Elvis Anonymous, we understand that impersonating Elvis is not a career. It's a disease. Love me tender. Love me sweet. Give us something to read. So please, send what you can to L. Anon, Memphis, Tennessee. And thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Oh, no, it's not me. Oh, shit, boy. As I spread my thighs and lower myself on the toilet bowl I feel my bowels lose control on the toilet and there's a smell that makes you cry so fat I can barely see my knees as I make my strain and sphincter squeeze on the toilet it's not hard to understand any diabetic big fat man eventually winds up limping on the seat. It's so goddamn embarrassing. Everybody's making fun of me. In a mansion with a fancy gate. Never thought to install a bidet. Ate super sound at night. When you do jammed inside my hole, they found the king of rock and roll on the toilet. You have been listening to The Brit Summers Show, the only show on the air that will say corporate's deeply revered motto is, fuck you, that's why. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Again, I appreciate your generous donations. Seriously, they help a lot. They keep the show on the air. They keep it going. And they also, and it also motivates me to do lots more. 
So, oh, and speaking of donations, youcaring.com forward slash Nicole Sandler. She works hard for us, and that's the least we can do. Uh, I mean, everybody wants to give a hug, but that's that's a great way of giving a hug. Now, with that, I'll, I'll just tell you that I will be here again next week, so stay tuned for another show. And uh, the following week, of course, is uh, Labor Day. Normally, I don't care, but I have places I've got to be. Uh, believe it or not, uh, political uh, groups I have to attend to. And I'll have more on that on my next show. I'll give you an update on the National Civil Rights Defense Coalition. That's ncrdc.org. So thanks again for tuning in. Until the next time, this is Boca Brit Summer saying the truth. The truth.